0: Welcome to Conversations with Coaches Podcast. I'm Dominique Hodgin. I'm a Nationally Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and Director of Education with the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. This podcast is for you to hear authentic stories from successful coaches around the world. Today we have Natalie Jackson. She is a certified health coach, and she is here with us today to share her story. So welcome, Natalie. Hi, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me, Dominique. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, we are so excited you're here today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe where you were before you started your own journey on health and wellness.
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you for this. So, um, like you said, I'm Natalie and uh, uh, you may have guessed that I am British. So um, I'm British, but I actually live in America and uh, I've lived in Las Vegas for the last two and a half years, which has been amazing. Um, A great adventure and lots of cultural differences that I've been able to explore over the last couple of years. Mhm um health and wellness being a big one, and uh, I'm sure we'll get onto to that later. <laughs> Um my career background is a little bit different to health coaching, but there is a similar pattern that you, you may hear. So my previous career was in learning and development. And for over 10 years, I worked with uh, teams, with individuals, with management in order to develop them to be the best version of themselves, both professionally and elements of personally as well. So for the last 10 plus years, I've been doing that. And then when I came to America, my life changed and I gave up my career and um, I've had the opportunity to explore this country whilst I've been here. Um, But then last year, I started to realize that there was kind of a time for me to think differently. And I wanted to move away from my previous career options and look at something a bit different. But at the time, I wasn't quite sure what to embark on. But I knew that my strengths were about helping people, enabling people to be the best version of themselves. Um, I was really passionate about health, wellbeing, and fitness. But I didn't really realize where I could go with that and if I could go anywhere with it, to be honest. Um, and at the time I wasn't really aware of the health coaching community and that as a role and a career in the future so I got really excited when I did learn about it that's awesome
0: very exciting so did you grow up healthy or how was what was your just your own journey on your own health and wellness
1: Yeah, well, I always did, you know, I always had beautiful home cooked meals from my, from my parents and from my grandparents and my grandparents were actually a very big inspiration for where I am right here today, talking to you. Um, they've always embraced health and wellness in many different ways and my Nana had always been into holistic therapies, trying new things and I always remember her taking apple cider vinegar every morning, my granddad, he is 91 almost um, and he is still fit as a fiddle and super healthy. Um, he has a treadmill that he goes on every day and an exercise bike that he does every day too. And um, So, I've always been surrounded by really positive influences. And for me, growing up, you know, so close to my grandparents, seeing longevity firsthand and how it was um, just demonstrated and done in life was a massive inspiration to me. Um, and it was one of those things that I'd always just run in my family, but I hadn't necessarily thought that it was such an influence until I became a health coach and I kind of looked back and reflected.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, tell us a little bit about the journey that led you to decide to become a health coach.
1: What does that look like? Yeah. Well, my grandparents, like I said, big inspiration for me. Um, and, you know, I really admired their ability to adapt and change, but also to be able to keep to good nutrition, keep to movement on a daily basis. Um And then around 12 years ago we had a big change in our family where my nana sadly got diagnosed with alzheimer's and dementia and over the course of the last approximately 12 years um you know i was having to adapt to having a very different nana to what i had prior because of the disease so over the course of the 12 years, there were big changes and one of the things that I wanted to do for her, because she'd obviously looked after me for, for many parts of my life, was to be able to ensure that she could still have a great quality of life, even with these changes that were happening and challenging for her in many ways. So. Um, I wanted her to be her healthiest version of herself. And there was little things that we would do um, in order to encourage her to keep moving in order to encourage her diet to be on point and healthy and nutritious. Um, And she was a great role model for me. So I thought, right, I want to be able to offer that a little bit for her now and with those tables that have turned. So myself and obviously all of my family, we did what we could to help her. Um, and then last year, um, obviously the world changed for everybody. And sadly we lost my nana uh, in April of, of last year. So um, there was again big change that happened and whilst it was a very sad part of my life, it was probably one of the most positive because it was a catalyst for change for me. And it made me realize that I really wanted to be able to help other people, a bit like I helped my Nana and my Nana had helped me. I wanted to be able to serve a community I especially love the senior community and you know, I've got a lot of passion for that type of community. And I wanted to be able to be of purpose because in my previous careers, working for large corporate companies had been fantastic in so many ways, but there was something missing and I wanted to be able to give back in a more authentic and honest manner. So. Um, one day i was uh taking my daily walk and because it was locked down walking was the only thing we could do and i used to listen to a lot of health and wellness podcasts whilst walking and uh it was about a month after my nana had passed away uh, so it was quite a reflective time and one of the podcasts was talking about health coaching and i literally paused that podcast rewound it and listened again And I thought, I don't think I know about this role, but it sounds super interesting. And I feel really compelled and drawn towards it. So I came home, immediately got on the Internet, started researching and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is what I need to do. This is what I've been looking for. So it kind of felt like a sign. It felt really all aligned, you know, and yeah. Ever since then, I've not looked back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's wonderful. Well, what yeah. drew you to the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute? What courses did you take? What was your experience there?
1: Yeah, well, I did. From that point onwards, I started doing lots and lots of research um, because I didn't know a lot about the role. So I was trying to research the role um, and also research the different types of institutes and offerings that were out there. Um and there are quite a lot out there and it is quite challenging at first to try and find the one that suits you. Um, So for hours I I searched and uh, Dr Sears kept coming up so whenever I was searching for different things Dr Sears would always pop up which was great and there were some other institutes I looked at but their credentials didn't quite suit my needs. The thing that drew me and this is very honest. The thing that drew me to to Dr. Sears was the kind of friendly and honest approach that they gave across both online, but also in uh, on the telephone when I spoke to them and um, They were really professional with um, the offerings that they gave. They gave loads of variety as well, which was interesting for me because it gave you an opportunity to build if you wanted to or to be able to specify in something. Um, And for me, the most important thing was that it was all science based because if I was going to get into this arena, I wanted to be able to make sure that whatever I shared or assisted with with clients was science based. So I signed up, and I embarked on the families uh, course first, and then I moved swiftly on to the pregnancy course, and then I finished with the adults and seniors health coach certification. So I had all three areas, and I studied over lockdown last year.
0: Good use of your time, right? (laughs) Absolutely a certification in the midst of a pandemic health coaching because it's it's an part of the
1: yeah it's um well definitely that's great
0: well tell us a little bit about your current health coaching practice and you know what kind of clients do you work with what does that look like today now that you're on you are a certified health coach and you've completed the courses
1: Yeah, well, I graduated in August of last year, so um, I'm starting to embed now and and starting to kind of get established. Um, I'm somebody that I like to do things quite gently and organically and I took that decision with my health coaching I didn't want to jump in and start health coaching immediately even though I could and I was qualified because I'm a big believer personally in preparation and professionalism so I wanted to be able to get my structures right I wanted to be able to get my systems right and all in place and ready to go when I started coaching so, ever since then, I have been working with a friend um, on one to co- one coaching in order to gain experience for me as a health coach, but also to help her and see what works and what I may need to develop a bit more or alter or change so we've I would definitely recommend that to potential health coaches or existing health coaches because whilst you are still trying to establish yourself it helps to give you a bit of a confidence boost to know what you're doing right and then is a great pointer if there's some things that you need to add in or change in any way. So I've been working with uh, my friend for a while and then now I do have some um, paying clients, which is amazing. And for me, my approach is about longevity. So you know, my business name is The Longevity Coach. And for me, it's all about helping people to achieve the long and good life and a long and happy life through sustainable and achievable lifestyle strategies so i'm not trying to reinvent the wheel it's not rocket science it's simple wholesome and science-based nutrition and information that we learned from Dr. Sears um, and to be able to share that with clients so they can make healthy choices. Little switches here and there help to make a big difference overall. So longevity is my focus and I've openly said I'd like to live to at least 100 and if I can inspire other people to do the same, then I'll be doing a good thing in life. (laughs)
0: Wonderful. What a great <laughs> information.
1: Well, can you share a few of your clients' success stories with us? Yeah, of course. Well, uh, it's been really interesting because all along I have, um, th- throughout my training and, and my learning, I've had my social media um, running alongside because I, I wanted to jump in and get started with that. And it's interesting because most of my clients, and let's say my followers on social media are women, Um, it's actually an 80% women to man split. Um, So essentially, I'm probably appealing more to the female market right now. And this has been showing through my clients. So um, each of them at the moment have been female. And I've had some really good successes. So one of my clients, she um sadly I got coronavirus last year um in the summer of last year and she was a very fit and healthy lady in her mid-30s and she was a was a big runner um and when she got ill, she thankfully recovered and, and made a great recovery but her respiratory system wasn't quite the same her motivation her fatigue you know she was she was pretty down in the dumps and she was unhappy with the way that she was because she wasn't where she used to be so we started working together and we have been and still are working on areas around her mindset so the um turning that lack of motivation into positivity. We've been working on her fatigue. So the small things that we can do to inject more um, kind of energy into her life, We've been working on her diet in order to boost her immune system to strengthen her up um, and to boost her mood as well, which was some great things I learned from Dr. Sears with that. Um, and then we are slowly working on her movement as well to help to build her strengths up and her respiratory system to build the strengths there in order to get her out running again. And she has started doing it again, which is amazing. So we're taking it slowly with her. um, And it's about, like I mentioned before, those small wins. So step by step, day by day, big change can happen. So we're working on five minutes, 10 minutes at a time. And she's really seeing the benefit from it. So I'm absolutely thrilled um, that I can help her in that way. So that's one of um, one of my current clients. And then another client, her desire was to lose weight. So she put about two stone on um, over the course of lockdown and a little bit prior to that. So she wanted to get back into a feeling of feeling healthy and energized again. Um, She did have a bit of an issue around binge eating and controlling um, how and when she ate. So that was something that we were working on over a number of months Um, and we were looking at her addiction to sugar as well which is something that we do see a lot nowadays um, with um, so many processed foods around so we've been working on that and we've been working on her mindset as well in order to be able to switch herself around and step away from the binge eating and then you know work on her kind of personal development as well in order to raise her self-esteem And so far to date, she's lost over a stone in weight. So she's really... What is a stone
0: for the people who are not from the UK?
1: Oh, yeah. So (laughs) that is 14 pounds. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for that
0: clarification.
1: (laughs) See, that's another thing with the cultural differences. So it's over 14 pounds that she's lost so far, which is fantastic. And she is well on her way. And it's the lifestyle changes that we've been making that are bespoke to her, and we've been working together to be able to ensure that she's got this sustainable, healthy life for the rest of her life, because that's what's important. That's what it's all about. Absolutely.
0: Well, just really quick, I know we talked about this briefly off camera, but the we talked about you were from the U.K., so and you said mm-hmm. that the differences were quite profound coming to the to the U.S., so share a little bit about that with our audience today.
1: Yeah, well, there's lots of different language that's used for food, so that's quite confusing when you're in the grocery store, um, <laughs> so it took me a while, but um, also the types of food that the supermarkets and grocery stores offer in America versus the U.K., um, So I did notice that in the U.S. there is a lot more processed foods than what there is in the U.K. and Europe. Um, So I did actually struggle a little bit when I first came over here to find my kind of a a new eating pattern, let's say, because some of the foods that I was purchasing back home in the U.K. just weren't available. So it did take me a little while to be able to settle in that sense. Um, And also a big concern for me is around purchasing organic versus non-organic with pesticide usage Um, because, it again, it's very different in the U.S. to the U.K., the rules and regulations. And that is the same with meat and any form of kind of like poultry, chicken, etc. So um, there was quite a few different things that I had to then start investigating, um, which were very different to the U.K., things like food colouring as well well, that was another big thing. So I was naturally making these kind of organic and kind of grass-fed choices because I wanted to be able to ensure that myself and my husband were eating well whilst we were over here in America. Um, But it definitely has been a real insight. um, And I can understand where some of the issues arise from because of the fact that processed and fast food is so easily available compared to, you know, in the UK and Europe.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, Yeah, I think the UK has uh, definitely some advantages in that area (laughs) over the United States, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, food coloring is a big one, just that we have food coloring here. You know, there's numbers on our food. From what I understand, that's not the case in the UK. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, they tend to use um, vegetable coloring instead of an E number or a any other letter of the alphabet, so um, it's it, it's certainly been a challenge. But I think you know there's there's so much opportunity to be able to make small changes with with the grocery shopping on a weekly basis that wouldn't cost the earth and could really help people's you know kind of overall feeling of feeling healthier and better so that's something that Dr Sears was fantastic um, educating us about you know and I'm so thankful for him raising awareness about that.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, where do you see your coaching practice heading? Where do you, what's your What's your new vision?
1: Wow. Well, I still want to continue to build it kind of gently and organically because mm-hmm. I'm very much about wanting to learn my craft and my trade and make sure that I get it right for people so I'm going to continue on this kind of organic path of um, you know kind of learning from clients as well as trialing new things but I you know expressed earlier that I love the senior community so I really hope that um, I can work with that senior community in the future through workshops um, through spending time with them um, and being able to inspire them to live the long and good life which is a hashtag i use all the time in my social media um but it is about building a sustainable career for myself because i really believe that with health coaching there is a really bright future in in it and i think it's only going to grow and grow especially because we've been through such a difficult 12 months across the whole of the world um so i want to continue to listen to guide to support clients, to be able to live a really long and healthy life. Um, And I want them to do it through simple changes. I don't want anything to do with fat diets. It's not about that. It's about building a sustainable lifestyle that they can keep and nurture and grow themselves. Absolutely.
0: Well, Natalie, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your insights. It's been really enlightening to hear, especially from someone who didn't grow up here, uh, to hear your insights and and, um, just kind of explore some of those. So thank you for joining us today. Um, For our listeners, if if anyone who is listening is interested in in looking into health coaching or wants to learn a little bit more about the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute, uh, or if you're interested in connecting with Natalie, just reach out to us on our website and we'd be happy to to help you um, get connected in whatever way, get your questions answered in whatever way we can. So Again, thank you for joining us today, Natalie, and thank you uh, to all our listeners for joining us today with for conversations with coaches, our podcast. And uh, stay tuned for future episodes. Thanks so much, everyone.
1: Thank you.